Hello and welcome back to the What The Folk Winter Break Show, where we chat about things that try to involve Sunland when Sunland aren't even actually playing to keep ourselves and hopefully you entertained. We made the executive decision, or I did, to not cover the World Cup in Qatar this year specifically. Um, however, we could simply not resist a little bit of silliness. Um in today's show, we'll be going through each competing nation in the World Cup and choosing our favourite former or current Sunderland player from said nation, or if there isn't one, we'll just be trying our best to make some kind of tenuous connection. It might work, it probably won't, but without Sunderland on a Saturday, it's better than absolutely not. Um, we've got a jam-packed lineup. For some reason, everyone decided to join for this one. I'll do it in the order of... I've never done this first, actually. Ross Black. Ross, how are you doing? Are you all right? Hello, mate. Yes, I'm all good. How are you? Yeah, Saturday morning, coffee, dressing gown, feeling fine. The neighbours have stopped pumping. Great news, a good night's sleep then. Ah, yeah, I sent them a letter. Just just to update everyone on that, I sent a letter, like a really polite one saying, I'm sure you're not aware that the noise is so loud and coming through with my thin walls, but stop. I mean, I, I, the, the final line said, I'm sure you're not aware, but I'm making you aware. <laughs> nice. So you just ruined a marriage potentially. It's definitely the honeymoon period. If they get in marriage at this stage, I'll be surprised. Definitely the honeymoon period. You can tell, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> second of all, Brad Sharp. Brad, you all right? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. Um, I'm glad to hear your neighbours have settled down a little bit for you. Yeah, all good, mate. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, mate. I'm not too bad. Apart from that that you've got going on, mind. Well, this is why I do. The can't see it- that hair. It basically looks, this is going to make no sense to anyone, but me and Dave look upside down. Like, <laughs> I look like <laughs> my hair's all over the shop and not cut because I'm trying to grow it. Um, Dave doesn't really have any hair, but he's got loads on his face and I've got none on my face um, at the minute anyway. So we've kind of upside down heads. But Dave, are you all right apart from being my face upside down? Mate, I think I don't think the show's going to get any better than that little uh, tete-a-tete there for the first three minutes, so we might as well end the day, I reckon. But, uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Glad to know that Brad's had some fun this morning. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure he needs any more kids, but there you are. <laughs> I can't. I, uh, I put, I, going off topic, I put my sample in. I'm, uh, I'm now sterile. The snip worked. <laughs> get in! I think... I think I feel like we've came too early on this show. Um, hey. um, anyway, since we've introduced everyone and updated you all on uh, the sex life of Brad, we'll go group by group. Um, and I'm going to be honest, it doesn't start well if we're trying to make tenuous connections. It really doesn't. So I'll go with, we'll start with group A. Uh, I'm going to go in the same order that I went before. Uh, you can pick the same players because trust me, it's it's slim pickings when some of them like. But um, we'll start with Senegal. The, the country of Sadio Mane. Ross, what is your favourite Sunderland player from Senegal or the favourite link? Clue, there's two Sunderland players that would play for Senegal. Oh, you've put us on the spot here. I don't Sorry, know. like, I did not uh, like I prepared you. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I thought it'd be much funnier if I, if I did this off the cuff and I didn't think you'd come to me first because you always go to Brad first. <laughs> so you've made me look like a right tit. Brad. Again. I'll hide this one over to you. Are you chucking it at Brad? All right, fair enough. Um, I can't think. I was doing the same as well. <laughs> the only connection I can make to Sunderland um, for Senegal is actually someone who scored against us this season. Uh, you may remember a certain goalkeeper who piped up in the last minute for QPR. Um, is he Senegalese? He's their backup goalkeeper. 
he's their he's their backup goalkeeper. I believe that's when I, I was listening to Total Sport last night, and Senior they had a, a, yeah, they had a because they're doing the international fans forum, and they didn't have one for Senegal, and they went, oh, we've got someone from Senegal, and it was like the most Geordie person I've ever heard, and I don't know what his connection was, but they said he was he plays for them, so. Dave, I'm going to throw this one over to you for some connection. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what's amazing? Like, this is one with more connections than most. So this is where we're starting. We're starting with, uh, um, I, I, I mean, there's one that sticks out like a sore thumb. But Dave, have you got your Senegal connection? Well, I have, yeah. And I, I am mentioning, I am mentioning the centre off who absolutely robbed us of thousands of pounds because yes. he, he can get back to London for all I care or wherever he may be nowadays. Let's be honest, probably playing Champions League football for fucking someone. Turkey. Um <laughs> where he's at. Um, so for me, and it, it, I mean tenuous link is unbelievable, isn't it? But centre forwards, I think he might have scored, you know, maybe one goal if if we're lucky. Um and let's be honest, I don't believe his passport whatsoever, because I think when he came to us he was about twenty nine and he was secretly fifty seven, I'm sure. But was it was it and Damien Doy? Was he? Is, a... is Damien Doy? Is he? Is he Senegalese? I'm, yeah, I reckon so. Centre forward was it? Was he at Hull as well? Yes, but I, I'm absolutely baffled. Yet yeah, Damien Doy was Senegalese. But hang on, right? I'm absolutely baffled that not one of you have thought El Hadjouf. Whoa, <laughs> El Hadjouf. Whoa, he's something through and through. You fucking spit on you. <laughs> you. Do you know what my best memory of El Hadjouf is, right? I think I've mentioned Barnsley on the show before. A lad I've sat next to at the stadium like for years. And uh, it was the derby game where Rico scored the free kick. And we were like, oh, did you see that interview from El Hadjouf during the week? And it was the week that Jufi had said, I'm shocked and surprised he wasn't in the list of the 50 best players ever made in the world. He came out during the week and said he was shocked about something. We were taking the mic. And people forget this, but he went on like a run of beating about five players before Richardson got that free kick and he gets clipped by Nicky Butt on the edge of the box. So it took us about 10 minutes after the goal because he's so nervous to try and hang on to it. He went, do you remember when we take the mic out with El Juve? He actually beat about four players to get that free kick, by the way. So maybe he is in the top 50, but the only connections I could get were Jufi and Papi Gillibodji. I've got one more. Who, who, oh, who that? I think, I, th- I think, Kira Mangan, the centre half we had on loan under Martin O'Neill. Man- Mangan might be right, actually. Kira I'm Ma- sure he was absolutely huge and he came on for like five minutes at the end of the Mags game under the canyon. And that was he it. is. He is. So Kira oh, Mangan is Senegalese. He came on against the Mags and Everton. Um, in the, he was, six, he was only six foot four. He looked bigger than that. He looked about 6'6". Six, six. He's retired now. For the best. He's 39. He's So, after us, he went to Turkey. <laughs> the place where centre-halves go to die, specifically Senegalese ones. Um, and he ended his career at Strasbourg. Bizarrely, I think that would have meant he would have played alongside Lamine Kone. There we have it. Where defenders go to die. Also... Ahmad Diallo, if anyone's watched the video this morning, he, him and uh, Barr tipped Senegal to win the to win the World Cup. I think they're going to be wrong, like, but... So there's two other 
teams in this group, which is just going to be really hard to find a link. I'm not going to lie. Just, so we might as well just start a quick one. Yeah, I forgot. I, I quite like them at the time as well, but I think uh, I think Alfred and Dye was no. Senegalese. I'm no, sure he, he was Senegalese. No, he wasn't. I reckon he was. Have a quick look. Right, hang on. He represents the Senegal national team. Oh, we've got five here. Unbelievable things. Five aside team. And for some reason on Wikipedia, when you like when you're having a when you're having a yeah, he was a decent player to be honest. Um, for some reason when you type in Sunderland players Senegal, David Bellion makes an appearance. Now it, it must be something to do with a, it must be something to do with a grandparent or something because I, I don't reckon he's represented anyone internationally. But uh, yeah, for some reason he pops up, so there must be some tenuous link there as well. Well, I think Bellion was of Senegalese descent. Um, which was the same as um, Ndai, actually, because I always thought Ndai was French. And he's he was born in Paris. He played for, like, all of their youth teams, I think, Ndai. And then he ended up playing for Senegal, which you're right. But that's why I wasn't too sure if he was Senegal or not. But there you go. Random fact today. Thanks for listening in today, guys. Um, appreciate you. Um, no, moving on. Um, Netherlands are in Group A. Uh there's one that sticks out like a sore thumb for me. And I just kind of went straight for the one that, like, he's one of my favourite Sunderland players ever. Um, but I figured we all know who that's going to be. So I'll hold it back for a bit, just in case you use have any more links. Ross, I'll, I'll fling this one straight at you again, and you can feel free to pass it on if you want to. I think it's just the same guy you're on about. Who so is I it? don't want to spoil it. Bolo's ending. Bolo, Bolo, Bolo. Yeah, I love Bolo. What a guy. Um, that, that goal against... against Spurs. Yeah. Unbelievable. Bolo, the good memory I have of Bolo, I went to Bolton when Montari scored in the last minute. Well, technically it's that night. And he scored, if you remember, Bolo scored just before half-time. And like, do you know when he just scored just before half-time? When Defoe scored against the Mags and everyone just singing the Defoe song the whole 15 minutes. Like the concourse was all just people singing Bolo, Bolo, Bolo down at Bolton. It was brilliant. Um, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that he never got a club after us. Because he was class bolo. Uh, I was devastated we didn't keep him. It was, mm-hmm. I thought it was silly. He was brilliant that season. Didn't like... Um, you think he's done two or three interviews since. And he didn't really like the fact that Sunderland were like just happy. Or Bruce was just happy to be like top 10 or just surviving relegation. Because he was like, well, I've played for Barcelona. I've won a cup at Middlesbrough. I've played for Chelsea. Like PSV. He was always competing for stuff. And I think his career speaks for itself. But what a cultured player he was. Brad, Dave, do you have any other Dutch players? I'm sure there's got to be more than the one Dutch player. I mean, Bolo was my favourite. He's the only player since I've been an adult that I've had on my back. Um, I made you to take the piss out of me, saying it's a weird obsession I had with Bolo. Absolutely loved him. And how can we forget his dance against Chelsea? Um, but the only other Dutch player I can think of, of recent memory, would be Lenz. Um, to be fair... That goal against West Ham, okay. one of the best I've ever seen at the stadium. I'm like, what an absolute goal, worldie. Nah, he, he, he's not in the same same level as, as uh, Zenden for me. We nearly, nearly signed. Probably one of the best centre-halves of all time. It was, it was Dutch. But, currently plays for Liverpool. Oh, Virgil. And didn't didn't we have like Van Nistelrooy allegedly on trial at one point? You know. Also, Dick Advocat, big dick. Yeah. Did anyone, did anyone go to West Ham for his first game? 
Is that where the big dick was getting battered bat- bat- about? Big, giant, inflatable penis getting passed around the, the away end, to which the steward took it off. I don't know why. Health and safety or something, in case it poked someone's eye out. Um, and it was just a chorus of chants asking for our dick back. We want our, our dick, dick back. back. <laughs> we want our dick back. Yeah. And then we got beaten uh, last minute. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. I'm, I'm going to go with Zenden as well, but I, I, Dave will probably have someone from the 70s because he was around then. <laughs> Dave, do you have any more Dutch? There's got to be more Dutch. There Surely. is. There's a fair few. And yeah, to be fair, it's great going last because I get to do a little bit of research while you use a lot of effort of chatting. To be fair, Zenden is by far and away the classiest, but there is a few. Yeah, Brad's just uh, sent a group message. Patrick Van Arnhold, definitely a mention. Uh, there's a few really tedious links in there as well. Um, 1997-98 season, we had a backup goalkeeper to the uh, the long-flown Frenchman. And I tell you what, what a name. What a name. Uh, didn't play a game for us ever. and He did. He played two in the League Cup against Berry. Oh, did, oh Wikipedia showing him a zero appearances, so I love that. Never tried um, to Zero league appearances, to be precise. Yeah, that's probably what it will be. Um, we all talked about backup goalkeepers. Obviously, most recent would be Robin Reuter. Um, and a, another link which I just saw online, which is which is a nice one, probably because there was an absolute fume of 50,000 Sunderland fans kicking off, probably about 12 on Twitter, but um, was... The kid who went and signed the other year for South Shields after turning us down. Um, I can't remember. He's give us a second. Let me find his name. Wouter Verstraten, I believe is his name. Um, turned down turned down Sunderland for that. Another League One. There's a couple of them, actually. Glenn Leuvens. Good old Glenn. Turning circle of a 24-ton truck. Um, he was Alan- awful. <laughs> I'm sure I did. I not put him in my best ever League One team. Yeah, sure you did. did. Let's, not, let's not discuss that at all. <laughs> um, Alan Ozturk was born in uh, was born in Holland, but obviously played for Turkey. Mm-hmm. Or he's Turkish, I believe. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. We've exhausted them. Um, we haven't. We've got one more. Light Ursum used to play in the Alan Durban era. I've, yeah, I've just had a yeah. Good shout. Good Light shout. Ersum. Now, things are getting really tough already. If you hadn't noticed, they were tough to begin with, to be honest. Um, Dave, I'll stick with you on this one. Um, Apart from the song sung by Sash, what links do we have to Ecuador? You need to come off mute, by the way. Yeah, I know that I'm flick I'm on my phone, I'm flicking through between look on the browser and all What links do we have to Ecuador? <laughs> I mean it's probably a very good addition. What links do we have to Ecuador? Genuinely absolutely killing me, yeah. Let's have a let's have a look, see if I can find anything. Because I don't reckon we can. Have you have you got some kind of tedious link here? No, I, I, I have no link. To Ecuador. The closest I could get was we once played against Antonio Valencia. Oh, what is this? I don't right, think we well, have one. I don't think uh, we have a link. Right, well, I, I think we have got... Um, believe it or not, there's an article with tedious, 
tedious links. It's um, a very good article, actually. Is that the one from uh, Michael Graham? Oh, yeah, He's looking at I it think now, it... and the Ecuadorian links in Argentinian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. We so is that the find... struggle? Yeah. Well, I'm... what what we'll do then? Our favorite thing about Ecuador is the song from Sash. <laughs> do, 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 and we'll move on quickly to a country where we have loads of links with Qatar. Oh shit! Can we just move on from Qatar? Yeah. Oh, but, uh, hang I on wish a minute. The world could move on from Qatar, for honest. But... Just for a minute, though, before we move on, right? I don't want any reaction, any response to this. But the FIFA president this morning has anyone seen what he said when he was on his it, press conference? This it's morning? embarrassing. It's wild, isn't it? He, he came out and said he feels Qatari this morning, okay? He feels uh, African this morning. He feels gay this morning, which is a bit of a risky thing to say in Qatar, I've got to be honest. Um, and then he said he feels like, what did he say? He felt like a... Um, he feels like a migrant worker. That's right. <laughs> migrant workers were getting paid 46 pence per day, whilst he earns £250,000 per month. Let's move on from Qatar. Yeah, Qatar's not... This is the why we're not doing Qatar. Um, now we've got the wonderful, the tremendous country um, that is going to win the World Cup. Um, I think, maybe, England. Um, now, this is a bit more fun because obviously there's loads of English links because we're an English club. So this is going to be probably the most fun part before it goes back downhill again. Um, we've had tons of players that have represented England. Uh, I know my favorite by far, based on his England. Perf- Cheers, mate. Based on his England performances, but I'll throw this one to Ross first because I felt like I threw you some difficult ones. Who's your favorite Sunderland player that's represented England and and why? Fraser Campbell, because how on earth did it happen? Stuart Pearce, crazy. I think he scored one worldie against Norwich, and he was like, "You're going to play for England." Yeah, he got picked. He, he came on because Stuart Pearce was the. Interim, I think. Um, I liked Fraser, but I don't know if he was England. I mean, the history says he wasn't England quality, but which uh, Gavin McCann is another one cap England player. Did Nick Pickering play for England one cap? Before Gav- my time. Dave's clicking his fingers because of the Gavin McCann tune, and I can tell by the beat, even though he's on like, even though Dave was on mute, I can tell he's doing a Gavin McCann. Gavin McCann. Gavin McCann, Gavin McCann, Gavin McCann. Wednesday is out on Netflix on November the 23rd. <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by Netflix. I wish it was. Jesus, imagine. So, on, was it honestly Fraser Campbell? No, i just been pedantic there. Whilst playing for Sunderland. No, no, no. My, mine didn't, actually. Uh, well, for me, it's got to be, for me, it's got to be Pickford. Oh, that's mine. I... I'm so sorry, Graham. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so... I, Pickford's mine. Yeah, because I think from an England perspective, and I'm not going to go into the debate of why you shouldn't be England number one, because it's just a ridiculous, ridiculous argument. I know everyone's got their own opinion on football, but if you don't think Pickford's England's number one, that's just a wrong opinion. Because um, he's class. But like, just a, I, I love seeing someone who like seems to really represent our area. In every way, shape, size, or form, and his attitude and everything, and also his, his quality, like on the world stage and the, the big stages. Like, the I know we didn't win the Euros, and I, I don't want to talk about it because it honestly pains me. 
like it actually killed me that last time I cried over football that. Um, but like when uh, Jorginho stepped up to take the pen, we were all like, that's going in. Jorginho doesn't miss pens. He just doesn't miss them. And like him going, no problem, no problem. I was just like, oh man, that's like proper fun. Like the back streets are washy. You can just tell like, but Pickford for me by, by a mile. And I know there's a couple of other players that did better for Sunderland that got an England squad. But if we're talking my favourite England player of, Probably of all time, I think I think Pickford's probably up there. Um, and obviously he's he's summoned through and through in terms of the teams he supports. But Brad, do you have anything different, or is Pickford your number one as well? He's up there. Um, I mean, see, my favorite England player, even though he didn't didn't do much thing, but I think it was the biggest robbery in history that he didn't play more would be Super Kev. He, he was, but. It, if you look at the strikers that were playing for England in that time, you're talking some probably the best English strikers ever. Yeah. Um, and, and Emil Heskey. <laughs> he made his debut at the same time as Super Kev, but Heskey went on to have an England career and Super Kev didn't. To be but, fair, Heskey, Heskey was all right. Like, I think he was just um, like one of those players you could notoriously pick on, even though he actually did a job. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a good memory of mine for a Sunderland player who played for England whilst playing for us. And as much as I hate him at the minute, it would be Jermaine Defoe when he brought little Bradley out oh, for that yeah. moment alone. That'll always stick with me. Um, but I can't go far wrong saying Pickford because every time you watch him, I, I just, with him in goal for England, I feel confident. Same. I just feel really confident. And I, I love it when people say he shouldn't be playing there, he's shite, blah, yada, yada, yada. And it tends to be that lot up the road, that's it. When you speak to Everton fans, they all say last season they'd have went down if it wasn't for Jordan Pickford. Because he's class. He's a great goalkeeper. Like He made one mistake against Liverpool, which was a bad mistake about three years ago, and all of a sudden he's, he's a mistake a week kind of keeper, which, I mean, I've yet to really see the evidence of it. But that save he made, I know like, he conceded like a minute later against Columbia, but that save he made against Columbia in the World Cup in the 90th yeah. minute a few years ago. That, like, was, that was on a telly this morning. I, I had a quick watch before me. I mean, there is honourable mentions, but I, I can't disagree with Pickford, to be honest. You've got you've got the other Sunderland lad who's obviously vice-captain. or Is he vice-captain for England? Or he's up there as one of the leaders, yeah. Jordan Henderson. But I'll let Dave rattle off the rest of them again because I can see he's sat there scrolling through his Wikipedia. Go on, Dave. To be honest, mate, I've, I've got one. I've, I never got to see him. I've I've heard stories from my granddad when he was alive, um, and he's probably he's probably up there with one of my favourite ever Sunderland players. Um, and to be honest, just because of the, I'm not very much a reader, <laughs> but reading his autobiography just kind of fills me with joy, I guess. And again, probably someone who was outspoken and never got the recognition that they deserved. But for me, it'd be Len Shackleton because everything I read about the bloke and the way that he played football and it's it's just as if he he just enjoyed what he did, you know, and, and, and in a day or in an era when it wasn't about the money and stuff like that and just simply playing for the love of it. <laughs> to be honest, Brad, that is how I was going to start that. I was going to start with the fact, seems how Brad thinks I'm about 75-year-old. We'll pick Len Shackleton. Well, even that wouldn't be enough, I didn't think. I'd have to be about 90. 
we're going through just so we can pad this out a little bit. Um, if we're going through players that have played for England, I think we've mentioned most of them, but Mickey Gray is an honourable mention. Mickey Gray, he only really had Graham the sort of compete against. He was good, but I mean, considering Ashley Cole came next. Um, oh, man, there's sort of like, I my mean, dad constantly didn't play very long for us, but my dad constantly goes on about how good he was. Dave Watson, absolute man mountain by all accounts. Um, never Terry Butcher, absolute, you know, English stout, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's like the, the poster boy for like early 90s, late 80s England, isn't he? Um, with his, his, his headband and all that kind of stuff. There was another player that I was thinking of um, that's kind of completely gone out of my head now. I've got one. Who? And it, it was more for a goal he scored in the Euros, but uh, Danny Welbeck. Oh, Darren Ben um, as well. I, I think from the modern era, we've got them all. Rachel Carter played six times for them. Yes, so he did. Um, and I feel like, I mean, I mentioned Nick Pickering because I think Nick Pickering was like, when I was young, it was when Phillips and Mickey Gray got uh, called up. It was like before that. Nick, it was Nick Pickering. It was like, oh, well, who's played for England before for Sunderland, Dad, Granddad? And it was, oh, well, Nick Pickering. Um, My name's Ronnie Pickering. Ronnie Pickering. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Pickering. Darren Ben. Oh, you make yourself good. I'm Ronnie Pickering. Ben. <laughs> I mentioned, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned Darren Bent, but one that sticks out, and that was actually his one under 21's game, Martin Smith. He played for England under 21s. I know it's different, but I loved Smithy when I was a kid. And I went to St. James's Park to see him play against the Republic of Ireland and he got booed on the pitch. Like he got booed on the pitch. Uh, which is just a bit wild. And I remember we to be played fair, Townsend got booed on the pitch when he played at the stage of my life. Do you know what was weird? Yeah, he did. Um, do you know what was weird though? I remember when we played Belgium at the stadium, like in Phillips and Shearer up front, and Shearer and like Dyer got the biggest cheers. It was almost like People was in don't boo, don't boo, don't boo. So they went the other way around. Um, but now when I think of Kieran Dyer, all I can think of is that interview from that paper in like Ipswich that are just like, Oh, what do you think about the uh what do you think about the Ipswich Norwich Derby? And he's just like, Well, I play for Ipswich, and they're like, Oh, what level? And he's like, first team. And he's like, Who are you? And he's like, Kieran Dyer, and he's like, All right, well, have a good weekend, mate. Good luck. And it's just like Yeah, yeah it's a it's a very good interview. But um, I think we've covered England, so we'll go on to I've got four links here, but I'll, I'll go to you first, Brad. I'll keep with you. Um, the USA. Defence, defence. Um, I mean, we've got the obvious one who still plays for us now, but for me, my favourite player come out of the USA that's played for Sunderland will always be Claudio Reyna. I just love that bloke. Um, and I mean, his son's not a bad player either. He could have represented England technically because he was born when he was when his father was playing for us. Um, but yeah, for me, Claudio Reyna, I just thought he was a class midfielder. I, I think he was really, really underrated, in my opinion. Um, I don't think people realise how good of a footballer he was. And I've, I mean, because I'm sad, I sometimes watch back the 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 old DVDs, videos, VCRs that we used to have of uh, seasons gone by. Um, and Rainer was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so for me, it's got to be the big man himself, Josie Altidore. What a man. 
He was so bad, he was good. Josie out the door, he's never going to score. We'll go wild, wild, wild. I love Josie, me. But you know what? Uh, it, was, it was amazing at St. James's, him and Bridcourt in that 3-0 game. He was unbelievable. Uh, I always remember that, that Chelsea goal as well. What a goal that was. Oh, the one where he like spun on it. What was that one we got beat 4-3? Yeah. Do you know that what I find? absolutely killed us. Oh, what a performance from that guy. Do you know what I find funny, though, about um, Josie? It's like a lot of people do that thing like, oh, if that goal against Arsenal that should have stood, it could have been all different. But it wouldn't have been. <laughs> because he did that, score goals and it never changed. <laughs> yeah, that goal should never have been disallowed, though. That nah. was uh, infuriating. Uh, I hated Arsenal for a good, like, two years after that. Quite a bit of a soft spot for Arsenal. I feel bad saying that. But in terms uh, of... We, we do have... One more that I can think of, Dave. Do you have the answer? Yeah, like I'm exactly the same as you guys. Though Altador cult hero because he was just absolutely woeful. But Altador, man, that shit. Altador. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best thing you've ever done for us is swap for fifty-four, man. <laughs> Altador. Um, but really, like he's one of the classiest footballers I've ever seen, and I'm also interested to know if uh, if Gio calls him what Brad just called. Oh, father, father! Oh, I wonder if he does that. I how, does. how dark can I play for Bruce Dortmund? Like, <laughs> I, I know you want us to play for Sunderland, but how am I? Hey, dark. Hey, <laughs> we've missed uh, we've missed DeAndre Yedlin. Well, I was that would have been the one, yeah. He's a, I didn't want to mention him because he's a mag. The next one, I actually have more links than pretty much anyone. But what we'll do really quickly is we'll go through one that's a really obvious one. We'll agree on who it is and then we'll move on. Um, so all collectively, if we all come off mute and say collectively at the same time, I'll say the country, we'll all say his name, then we'll just move straight on to Wales. So Argentina, one, two, three. Ricky Alvarez. He was you. Was he? No, he was Argentinian. Julio. 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 Yeah, that's great. That's fine. Brilliant. Moving on. So Wales. Um, there's a you lot miss of your story. You missed your story for Argentina. I had that one in the bank. A story? Was he? No, he was not Uruguay. No, Uruguayan money. Was he? Oh, Nicholas shit. Medina. Medina. Unbelievable. And going back because I'm 57 years old. Is he Argentinian? Who? Angaliwi? Yes. Yeah, he was. Played, yeah. more, played more games for Argentina than Sunderland. Yeah. So the link, sorry, Welsh fans, I know you're desperate to know who our favourite Welsh player is that represented Sunderland at one point. However, the Ecuadorian link, we signed, uh, I think it's an Ecuadorian link anyway, if not, I'm wrong. But we signed, obviously, Milton Tyson Nunes. And the player that we were meant to sign was Ecuadorian, if the rumours and the myth is to believe is to be true. Ross is shaking his head. Am I wrong? I'm just in disbelief. Oh, uh, that you managed to find a link. I, I, that's, I, that's a journalism in you. That's that's a coming out. You've waited how long through this to finally get the link. Forty uh, minutes, probably, 40 minutes you're later. Probably right. It was something like Edison Nunes or something like that, wasn't it? No, it was someone Valencia that played for Bayern. He was either Colombian or Ecuadorian. I'm not going to Wikipedia. That's just I don't know. Um, Before we go on to Wales. I want to have an honourable mention 
for almost we had not just the greatest player, uh, would have been the greatest Sunderland player or Argentinian. We very nearly sang one of the greatest players of all time, Diego Maradona. So we did. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't. He, I wouldn't have been alive, and I wouldn't he, have remembered it. Dave would have. He probably would have left though when he realised that the quality of cocaine from Southwick's not as good as it is in Naples. <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> I can't say anything because I obviously that was lost. That, that was lost talking about it there. Um, because we're taking so much time, we're going to have to fly through some of these. So let's go through Wales. So Wales, mine's dead obvious. I'll give you mine first. And it's for one singular reason. It's because he banged an absolute screamer at St. James's Park, shushed the entire of the Leeser's end and just made me cry with laughter whilst I was celebrating in the stands. David Vaughan. I'll always love him. I'll just love him. And that's all you need to know. We all know why. Um, your favourite Welsh player, Brad? Is it that obvious? Got to be my mate, old Danny Collins. DC, yeah. Um, I, I left him out on purpose so he could have him. Yeah, I just thought he was a, he was a great player. Um, and if any, if it's possible, he's, he's an even better person to be honest. So I'll 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 say Danny Collins for me. He, he was through my era of growing up watching Sunderland, and yeah, he was class. Probably could have been in the Brazil team to be honest, but we'll put him in the Welsh one instead. That could have been the Brazilian link to be fair. To be fair, ah, yeah, DC player of the year, no, never give less than one hundred percent. Brilliant. Um, surprised that Lewin Nyatanga has not come up yet, but uh, Ross, um, if you want to fire on with your Welsh, your Welsh favourite, Johnny Williams, because he was a lovely lad on Netflix, and I felt a bit sorry for him. I wonder if he ever got his dog. I hope he did. He seemed a nice lad. Why don't you adopt a dog so you're not as lonely, Johnny? Yeah. Looks a lot like Alex Pritchard, though. Um, Dave, there's a few more you could go for here. Yeah, we're we're going back to mine and your era, aren't we? Um, mm-hmm. Special mention to Johnny Williams, who's playing at the World Cup this year yeah. while playing in League Two for Swindon. Unbelievable scenes. I was having a discussion about him at work the other day. Um, Just for me, I've got two the 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 ones that I'm, half the reason that I fell in love with Sunderland. Um, which tells you everything you need to know about my aspirations as a Sunderland fan. Uh, Tony Norman and Andy Melville, they're just like, they're just salt of the earth, unbelievable, gave 110%, no actual airs and graces about them. And yeah, they're part of the squad, like kind of 92-ish when I first started taking real notice. So yeah, definitely them two for me. I just remember like... um... Andy Melville always getting called Mary, but we'll move on. Uh, Mary Melville, we used to get it all the time. Good defender. Mexico. Uh, uh, move on. Uh, I really, really like Mexico as well, actually. Big fan of uh, Mexican food, but I can't think of any links. Next one's dead easy. We'll do another Julio moment, if you prefer, which we'll now refer to that as Poland after three. One, two, three. Kibis- Darius Kibitschke. <laughs> Excellent. Um, since Lewandowski hasn't fancied the moves to the red and whites yet. Uh, next one's easy as well, I think. And then we'll go on a bit more of a difficult one. Uh, Australia after three. One, two, three. Good day. Finally right. Good day, mate. It's truth. Uh, and then the next one's a bit better. I'll throw this one to Dave first because you've had the last a lot of the time. One player and one player only. And this is hard because there's the best part of three or four cult heroes 
within it, to be honest. France. Oh, God. Yeah, that is tricky. Um, I, I suppose we... <sighs> oh, my God, I've just pulled one out the middle of nowhere. And, yeah, it's going back to that absolute cult hero, Anthony Letalak. <sighs> <sighs> What I don't know what just made me, and to be honest, that groan there probably tells you everything. Came with a big reputation, didn't do a great lot, but yeah, Anthony Letalic, Jesus. When you say didn't do a great lot, he came when we got relegated with 15 <laughs> points and he scored four goals. He did fuck all. <laughs> like, he scored a winner away at West Brom, which ended up get, getting given to Steve Watson. Yeah, I was the, there. The deflection, yeah. <laughs> The one one in three wins that we had that season, crying, and he actually he, he scored against there uh, Fulham as well in our only like home league win, which was from the rearranged game because they got called off because Rory that broke his nose falling over. Um, <laughs> for me, because I really genuinely want this one, and there's loads of good choices here, but like if I had to go, who's my favourite French player ever, and probably my favourite Sunderland player song of all time. Is Jibble Cisse Sunderland's number nine? Nah, nah, nah. I just loved him. I absolutely loved Cisse, and I'm aware he's not the best French player we've ever had. But football's about characters, man, and he was just like such a character, like such a character. But um, Brad, I'm going to give you the next choice. Ross is going to get the last one because he got the first one not long ago. There's two really, really big cult hero choices here. Um, and then one that was actually quite good, but we got him really late. But surely you're going to pick one of the cult heroes. I'll leave the most obvious one to Ross. For me, he was here for a season. I'm going to go for Jan Envia. He yep. was phenomenal. And big, big credit to the bloke. He, he flew back to um, the Sunderland Council-owned airport to try and force a move through under David Moyes. Um and post it on Instagram that we wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> and he would have been part of possibly the biggest decline in our history. <laughs> so he's probably uh, he's left at the right time, came in, had a great season with Big Sam, all the, all the highs that we had that year. And he left on a high. So <laughs> for me, it, yeah, he was class. And like you say, character. It was on his debut, he scored that free kick against Villa. And did he take another free kick after that? <laughs> it's, it's just, he was just class. Um, didn't speak a word of English got sent off on his debut against Bo under 21s it's just what a guy so for me it has to be the other cult hero and the man who could nutmeg a mermaid Steed Marbronk what a player what a player one of the best moments ever was I just got my first like real full time season ticket with my mates I was a teenager, I think, and I was mint going the matches. Um, I think we played Man City, where Steve, we're winning 1-0. We need to just keep possession. Steve Malbron gets away from Milner, nutmegs him, and then thinks, you know what, I'm going to go back towards our goal and nutmeg him again. And, oh, one of the best moments ever. It was an unbelievable player. I can't believe he only scored, like, th- I think it was, like, three goals for us. He scored two. Because he was so good. He like, scored. He was... He scored All against away. Barrow. In the FA Cup, yeah, and Holloway, absolute screamer. He, oh, he was meant like I love Steve Malbron, and I think he was one of them who lasted seventy minutes, got knackered, and then uh, 
rumour has it when I had a few cigarettes in the back. See, I've heard this, and, and I've asked a few players like over the interviews they've done over the years and that, and none, all of them have gone, no, no, Steve didn't smoke. No, no, that was just a random myth. Did, didn't, didn't happen. One player did like a cigarette, though, which is confirmed by numerous different outlets, Lionel Perez. That's not a very good French accent, to be honest. Yeah, because um, Paulie actually had a cigarette with him after the playoff final at the front of the right. bus. At the front of the bus. That's that's where it was like confirmed for me. We talked what you've just said in the chat there, honorable mentions. There is quite a few. I'll chuck one in. Um Anthony Revillier. <laughs> yeah. Good defender. I, t- I tell you what, the the one honourable mention, which I'm probably going to steal away from Brad here, but just for the assist against the Mags, left the foot, absolute, no, no, left foot, absolute perler of a cross to Stephen Fletcher's left foot volley, Eunice Kabul. Oh, God, Eunice, of course. I thought you were going to say Patrice Carter one, which is another honourable mention. <laughs> oh, you but... bellend. That's the one I was about to mention. Yeah. <laughs> An honourable well, mention for probably the worst footballer I've ever seen, Mr. Lillian Meslandes. Oh, my God, don't. Do you know who we've completely missed? Eric Waugh. Eric, Eric Waugh. Wa. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Jean Yves Mavoto. Basia. I think... I think... Oh, God. I remember when... Do you know the only thing Saha did was get his head kicked off at Swansea and get Ashley Williams sent off? The only thing he did. And a quick mention for our current lovely little Ben that plays is Abdullah Bar. And miss you. I miss you too, Graham. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We have another couple of teams where one there's a couple of mentions and one that's a really obvious one. So we'll do a quick one, two, three and just say it. Tunisia, David Moyes didn't like him. We did. One, two, three. Wabi Kazri. Party with Kazri. Love Kazri. Uh, the next country, though, I think we'll know the winner. I think there is a winner. I'm going to choose someone slightly different. I'll come to you first, Ross. Denmark. Tommy Sorensen. Seen it the other day. I'm sure it was nearly 20 odd years ago since that penalty save at St James's Park. 22. Wow. Unbelievable. I was four. I used to remember all the lasses really fancied him because when I was a kid, like he was the keeper, so I used to go for autographs and that. And the lasses used to go wild for him. And it's only now that I kind of look back and go, he is a handsome fella, like. I mean, cheek, anyway. Um, I'll pick my favourite Dane, and it's because he scored the first goal that I saw Sunderland score at St. James's whilst I was in the away end. I had been at St. James's and score before, but it was actually an executive bit when I was a kid. But Nicholas Bentner, just because, like, Bentner gets like loads of stick, and I thought he was all right. He just wasn't Bentner the best player was... in the world. Yeah, Bentner was really good for us in that season under O'Neill. He <clears> linked up really well with Sets. I liked he's him. Good. I really liked Nicholas Bentner. I love the fact that he won number 52 for no apparent reason. Um, he's into his, uh, what's that thing with a NFT? Is it NFTs? He's like a big NFT man now. Of course, I mean, of course he is. Of course he's an NFT man, but I, I really like Nicky Bentner. Nicky Bentner for me. Um, Brad's got honourable mention, so I'll chuck this one to Dave next. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be Tommy Sorensen. Bedner, just, he's made a career out of it, but he, he probably could have been a lot better than what he was. Uh, not that he was a bad footballer at all. Uh, but for me, one, when you when you mentioned Denmark, the one that I think of straight away 
and it just shows you how shit of a upbringing we've had with football that we've got so many cult heroes, but probably Cast and Fred God. It just as soon as you mentioned <laughs> Brad was going to shout that up as well, but as soon as you mentioned Denmark, I just think of Cast and Fred God. I've no idea why because he didn't do a great deal, did he? He so, used to get yeah. nicknamed Chocolate Fire God because he was about as much you said. <laughs> True that. Um, Do you have yeah, any so... more? Nah. I was struggling after that. I was like... I mean, Scandinavian connection, I loads. Like, obviously, Seb. Of course, Moberg Carlson. How can we forget? Rada Prika. How can we forget? Stefan Schwartz. But that's all... More of a Swedish link than anything else. Timo Tainio, for one of those Scandinavian, Finland as well. Um, I think that's about it. Toby Heisen. Um, Thomas Myra was Norwegian. Tori Andre Flo was Norwegian. Jochen Bjorklund, Swedish. Uh, God, Where? I've gone through the whole of Scandinavia here. Where was Alves from that we've had from West Ham last year? He's Danish, I think. Yeah. Good shout. Yeah, he was Danish, wasn't he? Yeah, that's the only other one. That's the only one I've got. I was going to go for Yeah. Yeah, so just Wikipedia it and he plays for Bromby now. Um, next country on the list. Um, I don't think we have Japan. don't think we have any Japanese players. I don't think we have. Nah. None, because there was like you'd get one or two of them that would come over here, or some would play in Italy. Like I think it was well, you had um oh I forgot, Inamoto played for Japan, uh, Japan and Arsenal, and West Brom I think. But there was one that played for Roman. He was incredible. I forget his name, but I don't think we had many over here. Um, there's obviously a few now at Celtic, but none with Sunderland. I can I've just checked. Of. Sunderland have never had a Japanese player. I didn't think we did. No, I really didn't think we did. I, I so. didn't even think we've ever had a decent Japanese restaurant, let alone a Japanese player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, How funny. And I'll tell you week. what, if, if that doesn't make the description again this week, I'm absolutely fuming. Like. <laughs> we'll have to move swiftly onto somewhere where we I'm sure we've had much better Spanish restaurants. Ross, I'll, I'll fling this one at you. I can only think of two. I'm sure there's more. Um favorite Spanish player? Um oh off the top of my head I can't actually think of one. Does that make me a bad person? I can give you two. So in I've terms got one. of who've you got? Jordi Gomez. Oh you know we've, you've both missed a really obvious one. Dave can you think of a Spaniard? No, I'd have Jordi Gomez was up there for me. I'm probably going to kick. See, it's it's not it's not geographically the best place for Spanish players to come play. It's a bit too cold for them. Like, well, I'll give you a clue. He's currently playing in the Champions League, and he played for us in the cup final. Marcus Alonso. Oh, of course, I yeah, easy. Better than Pat Severa. So we'll move on from that one. I think that's all I can think of. Uh, this is dead easy. There's only two options, and we all know who we're going to pick. Um, Dave Costa Rica. Yeah, well, it's gotta be gotta be Bernetti, isn't it? Good yeah. good old Chewy Chewy. And then Brad's gonna go with Brian, Brian Oviedo. Yeah. <laughs> what an assist on the opening day of League One for uh, Lyndon Gooch's header. 
about all he did doing it to be fair. Then he actually yeah. started playing really well and then got a stupid red card. Kicking Marcus point. Madison up the arse, which in uh, hindsight was probably the right thing to do. Yeah, but mm. he was actually starting to play really, really well and we looked good. It was him and McGeady were linking up and we started looking well and then he got outside and to be fair, Reese James came in but wasn't a bad backup. But yeah. Seven million. Um, Honestly. I'll throw this one at you, Ross, because I haven't heard from you for a bit. I know mine by like he's probably my favourite Southern player of all time, if I'm completely honest, which I know still surprises people considering how many like legends we've had and he only played for a season, but Germany. Jan Kirchhoff. Yeah, yeah. Got to be, what yeah. a Rolls Royce of a player. And without injuries would be playing Champions League football regularly. I think he's retired, you know. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, it's just a shame he's it's a shame he was made a weed to fix, wasn't it? What's it? Yeah, I'm gonna was... I'm gonna put it out there, and probably the me and Graham thing more than anything as well. But we did have one very, very, very classy German for a season. I think probably under was it under Reedy? I reckon it might have been Thomas Helmer. One Helmer. Thomas. You only played oh, one like, game. How unbelievable! Unbelievable. We've also, had... also got one currently and one last season. We had Hoff. And Leon Diaku. I'm not having Hoff me like nah. I'm not having <laughs> it. Now that he's gone, I can be honest, he was absolutely dogmash. Like he was utter shit. I could have strangled him a Bolton. I could have absolutely strangled him. Yeah. Um Diaku is just, just Diaku, isn't it? Um I'm sure he's a lovely. We were told when we were getting them, we were going to get the next Neuer and Thomas Muller. Mm. Mm. Um no. I don't think so. I've got I've got one more German, Tommy Hauser. Tommy Hauser. Oh, of course I. Yeah, uh, yeah. Still sports on in that as well. Then he comes to the fan museum and stuff. Uh he's always on Twitter. We're almost an hour in here and we've got two groups left. Jesus Christ. So we're gonna have to go fast. Um, Belgium. Right, there's only one in there. Meg. Team Mignolet. Mignolet. I mean a special mention for I don't know how he's playing international football or even Champions League football, Jason Denier. Yeah. Um, he was so bad that season, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, it's it's the same as well. Like, Adnan Yanazai came to us and he was absolutely dog shit, but somehow he's, he's meant to be a good footballer. <laughs> I don't get it. I forgot about Yanazai. I'll tell you one player that wins it for me because we've already mentioned Minule, but Tom Peters, because the story that Matt Piper's told on a couple of podcasts that when uh, <laughs> Howard Wilkinson came in and was like, so um, unfortunately the, the board has terminated my contract. Um, and then Steve Cottrell's apparently like almost in tears and Tom Peters jumps up off the bench and goes, yes, get in, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, that's worth it. Um Next one's Canada. I, I honestly don't think I can think of any. I can't think of any Canadian ones. No, no, not at all. Now, here's one. We've got one. Morocco. El Kakuri? Yeah. 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 Croatia? We've, we have had one, haven't we? I don't think we have. Have we not had a Croat? I'm sure everyone's doing a bit of Wikipedia in here while I'm trying to fill the voids. I'm going to say I don't think so. I think I'm going to move on from it. 
Um, Brazil, we've had two. So there's one really obvious one, the only Brazilian that... I mean, good player, don't get me wrong, but he couldn't pass a ball. Only Brazilian I've ever seen that couldn't pass a ball. Emerson Tome. Absolute cult hero. Absolute legend. Absolutely loved the minute that we signed him. Four and a half million pound, I thought. Sunderland's really on the up here. Not quite sure it turned out that way, but he, he was pretty good for us. Yeah, I like Emerson Tome. Uh, the other Brazilian that we had, who was the first Brazilian that ever played for Sunderland, was Marcos Di Giuseppe, also known as Bica, who came on as a trialist, second half in a 5 0 win over Walsall in the Worthington Cup. Yeah, do do remember him briefly as well. Ross, have we had any Serbians? Can't think of any. Could be wrong here. Brad's looking at us. I don't know. Can't Brad, you look no. Right, we'll move I don't on. think we've had any Serbians. Uh, we have had one Swiss player. Probably the best name that ever existed. Oh, it's gonna be it's good old Bird Hart, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I thought I thought when we first got linked to him in the Sun and Echo, it was like an April Fool because we got linked to him in the April because we signed him in the next season. And I was like a bit late on an April Fool team when I signed someone called Burnt Arse. Like, surely not. Um, I was one of the very few people that actually really liked him. What? I did. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it was because of his name when I was younger. Um, it's gone from Grasshoppers, didn't we? Grasshoppers he came from. I We've got like... a burnt ass from grasshoppers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I actually did like him, and I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't watched much of him back. But... He was cack. He was cack, mate. Honestly, he was cack. It was. It's. It's. It, you, that's you just being young. You cack. Do, do I remember rightly? He wasn't a bad-looking fella, though, was he? And he had a decent tan. No, well, he was. I can't quite remember because I'm on the spot here. But burnt horse was engaged to or dating like a princess of Switzerland or something. So yeah. he was he was like quite big news in his country. But yeah, he was like a really good looking bloke that just couldn't really play football. But he, <laughs> he scored on his debut against West Brom in a, a preseason friendly. And he, I remember he got like bandaged up because he, he cut his head against Newcastle in that game where we drew 1-1 but got absolutely murdered by Craig Bellamy. I've got one, <laughs> right? Now, he wasn't born in Switzerland. I've that's, just had to that's check. That's not a good start, me. Brad. <laughs> he played for the Swiss youth team, 16s, 18s. I'm just checking now, 19s, 21s. Didn't make the first team. But it must have been his parents with that nationality. Cabral was actually classed yeah. as Swiss. Oh, yeah. he, was? he was? Born in Cape Verde. He was Swiss. Because we signed him from Basel, didn't we? Yep. Which is a Swiss team. Do you know what this has exposed me to, by the way? My lack of knowledge on football is Basel in Switzerland. Aye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the next one's really obvious, and I want it the final group before we clear up. If people are still listening, bravo. Because um, this is not for you. This is for me. I've just got nothing else to do on a Saturday morning. Uh, Cameroon. Umboma. Whoa. Umboma. Whoa. He, he comes, comes from Cameroon. He fucking Excellent. Um, Portugal. Oh, we def we def have. I've got one, and we paid two million pounds for him. Jesus. He can be um, 
brown, violet sky. You can be blue. You can be violet sky. <laughs> Mika, the only keeper to never play for us. Mika, two million pound for a sub keeper who never played. To be uh, fair, we could have what? just signed someone who tried to be like Grace Kelly. <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, you you say you say about Mika and. The fact that he was two million as a backup keeper, Zorta Beer in '97 was a million and never made a league appearance. So well, apparently we got good form for that. Well, it's because he didn't smoke. Um, smoke. Remember that episode of Family Guy? Anyway, um, I'm just looking on the the, <laughs> some of the message board about someone asked about the Portuguese and someone's but Jack Rodwell. Well, it's not exactly Portuguese. He was as soft <laughs> as one of their custard tarts. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. So we'll, we'll, we'll give one well that one. <laughs> the best part of this is we've kind of struggled on a lot of them, but the last group after you take out um, Portugal, there's actually a fair few players that you could pick here that you could class as cult heroes. Um, I'll go first with Uruguay. Um, I'll throw this one to you, Brad. There's one that sticks out for me, like really. Oh, uh, Coco. We? Oh, Nacho Scott. No, was, that, was he not Argentinian? Yeah, he was Argentinian one. Uh, you know, I did have one earlier, and like, it's gone up yet. Do you want yeah. mine? Right, yeah. so mine is not a player for Sunderland, but Gustavo. <laughs> yeah. Loved him. Um, I remember, like, thinking it after we got beat 4 0 at home of Villa, thinking, nah, I'm done. But like looking back in hindsight, um, oh, I've got one. Sorry, yes, Sebastian Coates. Coates, Seb Coates. I can only think well, of one more after that. Well, Ross mentioned his story uh, earlier. Did where was where? <laughs> I think he should have he definitely. I think he's Argentinian, but he definitely should have had a mention just simply for that own goal against Southampton. Oh, Santiago. Santiago Virgini. Oh. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, what a finish. Do you remember what when he, a finish? Do you remember Virginia? One of our current owners? Yeah, that's that's a better. Um, do you remember when um Virgini like Looped the ball over Hazard's head and then not make Oscar. <laughs> like, oh, what are you doing, Santiago? You dafty. <laughs> oh, what you like? Who do you think you are, Nugsy? No chance. Oh, Nyron. Oh, it's shame Jamaica's not in it. We could have had a bit of Nyron. Yeah. Um, we're going to need to pull this to an end because we've talked enough shite now. But we're on the last two groups. I'll go with one and then one that's got a lot of choice. That's got one each for us. Um, and a surprising one, which is actually going to the World Cup and you won't realise this. Um, South Korea. There's only two choices, I think. Um, Brad? G? G, yep. G Dong one is one of them. Dave, you got the other? I I haven't met. To be fair, it would have been G that I'd have went with, but uh, oh no, I presume it was someone coming towards the end of the career. Was it? Go on, Ross. No, Key Sung Young. Key Sung Young. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Loved yeah. him. Class. Yeah, great player. Classy, classy player. To be fair, yeah. Great. G player. was shit, but he oh, scored one of the most memorable goals. I mean, 
just for that goal, I can like forgive it. Um, I can imagine the VAR had been in, been around on then, and that would have been disallowed. Ninety fourth minute. So would David Vaughan's against the Max because he was marginally offside when he received the ball off Cesc. Yeah. It's um, it's all about the commentary for that J goal, isn't it? It is. The goalkeeper. It's a. <laughs> oh, it, it starts past. It, when is it? it uh, we pick the ball up the halfway lines, like, and Martin O'Neill. He's pushing. Martin O'Neill saying, "We can still do it here." <laughs> Gee, <laughs> the Cessignon. The G. He's found the goalkeeper. He's done it. He scored. It's never over until it's over. There's never been a fixture in the Barclays Premier League to, to explain that That says it quite like this. That was it, yeah. <laughs> Great commentary. It was the kind of everyone gasping when he looked like he'd fell out. <laughs> to be fair, if anybody could miss from there, it was G. G. It was G. What? Can we just point out as well, right, that we turned down four million for G from Borussia Dortmund and decided to sell Cess instead. <laughs> <laughs> Another great executive decision brought to you by Sunland Association Football he, Club. He that got was the me. old model. <laughs> Last but not least, just to end the pod, loads of choice here, tons of good choices. Um, I'm going to get the first choice on this because I think I think it's a good shout. But Ghana is the final country we're coming to, and there could be no other answer than John Mensah. <laughs> True story. 100% great defender. If, again, he wasn't made of what's-its, he would have been world-class. Uh, Ross, I'll give you the second choice. Asamo Jean. Well, be in it. Just for, his, get himself. just for his chat the other day on a uh, talk sport. Darren, why did you leave Sunderland? And Darren Ben's like, oh, no. He didn't say this was coming. Oh, no. Oh, and he's like... It's a bit weird, though, isn't it? Saying? The bloke who went to play in the Middle East trying to have a go to someone, asking him why he left for money. To be fair, Makes though, like, I, th- I think, controversial opinion, I think with the Jan thing, I think we wanted the money and so did he. So I think both culpable for that. But yes, I did like Asamoah. Brad, there is another two. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going to go with this one, but there is actually another two. I'm going to go to Dave because I don't know. <laughs> Do you know? And I was I was kind of hoping you'd delay a little bit while I typed it into Google. Whilst you're Googling, just to mention on Jean again, he actually, as much as I was fucking raging at him, he was part of that, what probably was one of the best away displays I've ever seen was away at Chelsea. And if it wasn't for him and his unbelievable ability to dance, we would have never had Bolo's end and attempting to do push ups in midair. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find it. I couldn't find on Google. But am I right in thinking? To be honest, he's another player who I absolutely loved, and we probably. I wish we'd had him longer. To be honest, Sully Montari. I thought he was shit. Did you? I, I just maybe it was just like the athleticism, and I'm used to like growing up with players that can't run. But, he was cack. Yeah, I didn't think he was too bad, but yeah, Montari's Ghanaian, wasn't he? Yes. We yeah. had three Ghanaian uh, players at one time when we played Ghana, and England played Ghana at Wembley and Jan equalised in the last minute. Uh, so I've got one more, Brad. Do you have, before I say who it is, this, this is the best answer through the whole thing, who it is. is he's it's... actually going to the World Cup. Oh, is he? Is it Antoine Semenyo? Yes. 
Antoine Semenyo. And with that, we're just going to leave you with that. Antoine Semenyo is one of the former ex-Sunderland players going to the the World Cup with Ghana. Um, but I'm not sure if you've enjoyed that. If you've made it this far, I'm guessing you have. Um, I hope you've enjoyed us chatting the best we can about the World Cup. That'll be the last thing we do about anything World Cup related. Like I said, we've got a few more shows coming up, which will be completely Sunderland-centric. Um, and hopefully enjoy it. And obviously we'll be back in three weeks with the... Uh, the previews and the reviews when the, the Millwall games get us back in the way. Um, but thanks for joining us, Ross, Dave, Brad. Uh, enjoy the World Cup if you can. I'm sure, despite the controversies, we'll, we'll be watching the England games, I suppose. Um, England's going to do the most Sunderland thing ever. They're going to win it when no one gives a fuck about it. <laughs> yeah, basically the Papa John's. Behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's been good. I've enjoyed that one. And I'll leave my hopes in with, come on, England. Yeah, come on. Southgate, you're the one. You still, you still tell me on. on. Football's <laughs> coming home again. But I think that you've had your time. It's time to go and leave. He'll be gone regardless. Yeah, we should bring it, it is worth mentioning that if we finish second in the group, we'll be playing Millwall at half 12 and England will be kicking off at 3pm on you're the 3rd of December. We'll win the group. Be all right. You never know. However, there's a possibility to leave you with this. If you're going to Hull, like me, um, same day as semi-final. <sighs> yeah, Winter World Cup's brilliant. Right, lads, thanks very much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>